right place, wrong time. Dr. John MacRebinek. Uh, album was released back in June, posthumously, of course. Mac left us three, four years ago. Um, no, before that, before that, I gotta look it up. But a posthumous album, live, a, a bunch of live cuts for the Montreux Jazz Festival, which he attended regularly. And it's very karmic that uh, that I opened with that tonight. I remember it was 19, May of 1973, my sophomore year of high school, near the end of it, back in Comstock, Michigan, which again fits with something I'm going to talk about tonight. And I saw Dr. John, the Night Tripper, in full Night Tripper regalia with his gree-gree doing right place, wrong time on the Midnight Special, and it blew my mind and changed my life in terms of, it's like, wow, that's real music. And we'll talk about Comstock here in a minute, but uh, for those who listen to the show regularly, those who've known me for a very long time, know that I actually lived for a very long time in New Orleans before I came to Buffalo. It was after I'd lived in Detroit, um, the Detroit area there in Chelsea and Arbor Ypsilanti and, and worked for Ford Motor Company for a long time after I'd grown up in Comstock, which is just outside of Kalamazoo, Michigan. And pretty significant events happening in Comstock tomorrow, Friday, have been happening all week. Um, I'll talk about that in a minute. But for those who've known me a long time knew that know that I lived in New Orleans for a very long time. And if you've only vacationed there, you don't know the city. Not the way those of us who live there know it. When I first moved to New Orleans, I moved onto Oak Street, and Mac, and that's his real name, Mac Rebinek. Mac had lived across the street from Snake and Jake's Christmas Club Lounge, which was the bar where I was the doorman for a very long time as the second job. The first job, of course, being working offshore and, and hanging out in the bayous, um, working deep water oil platforms, and my second job was, was on the door, work on the door of Snake and Jake's Christmas Club Lounge, Anthony Bourdain's favorite bar in, Amer in America when he was alive. He called it America's Divas Dive Bar. Um, the person that I was involved with at the time was a bartender there, and she would work behind the bar, and I was the doorman on, when I was onshore, when I wasn't offshore as my second job. And, and Mac actually had lived right across the street from Snake and Jake's Christmas Club Lounge in the Yellow House there. Um, when I moved to New Orleans, he had just moved up to the North Shore living with his son, but uh, moved into a neighborhood that was all musicians. Art Neville lived over there. I lived in, in what's called Uptown, right off of Carrollton in, in East Carrollton. Lived on Oak Street. And uh, after Oak Street, I lived at Fern and Cone, but, but all the musicians, a lot of the musicians, if they didn't live in the Treme or the uh, the Lower Ninth, lived in East Carrollton, lived down, down where I lived. And I really grew to love the music of New Orleans living there. And, and so I'm going to play a lot of that music tonight as I come to terms with a lot of pieces of my life. Because when I left there, things weren't so great in my life. And it's taken me a long time, almost six, seven years, to come to terms with that. Uh, and uh, 
So it's New Orleans music time, because the other thing that I learned when, when I lived in New Orleans was when somebody dies, you send them out with music. And second lines are a very real thing, folks. Those of you who know me today, where I live up here, and those of you who knew me all the way back when in Comstock, you're going to have to get used to the fact that you're going to have to, when I go, find a way to come up with a second line. But uh, there, there were some pretty significant deaths in Comstock back home over the last week, week and a half. Um, the, my best friend and one of my best friends and, and the family that lived across the street from us, uh, the Billingsleys, Mike Billingsley, Steve Billingsley, uh, Kay, um, Karen, Jay, um, Todd. It, their mom, Peg, lived a very long life and she passed earlier this week. Dave Smeltzer, the older brother of Larry, um, a couple years older than me. Dave passed away in his sleep here. And then for those who listen to the podcast episodes with the Comstock Breakfast Club, the Comstock Breakfast Club 1975, there's uh, Diane, Tom Bennett, you know, Diane Parker, Tom Bennett, John Stanizek, Steve Schultz, myself, Jill Baskerville, Paula Chase, Gina Hammond, um, you've heard Mary on there, Mary O'Leary, now Mary Connect. She's stopped in a couple times. Anyhow, a, a close member of, of that group of women and, and a wonderful woman. I knew her as Lola Hansen, but Lola Rogers died at the first part of this week. Tomorrow the service is in back in, in Comstock at the, the uh, Kalamazoo Missionary Church. You can actually watch the service if you're a Comstock person at 11 a.m. Eastern Time tomorrow morning and it's going to be up on their website for a couple of weeks as well there is a GoFundMe page Lola Rogers GoFundMe in this day and age Lola died of cancer and there's her, her arrangements to take care of and in this day and age in America I don't think anybody can afford medical treatment in a funeral anymore so friends take care of it and there's a GoFundMe page for it you'll also find that if you're a friend of mine on my Facebook page I'm putting that up there tonight to help defray the expenses because it, a wonderful group of people led by Diane and Mary and, and a lot of their other friends um, all put together the, the money to take care of, of Lola's home going. As a matter of fact, I was talking with Mary tonight by text. They've spent all night tonight decorating the hall for the luncheon, decorating the church. Um, I'll be watching tomorrow and I love all those people so very much. But that is part of my coming to terms with. When I started the Comstock Breakfast Club almost a year ago, I said I was working in an effort to reconnect with people and, and to figure out who I was after the life I'd led and uh, how I got there. And those people back in Comstock that, that you've heard on the show and other ones that you haven't heard on the show, but I love them so much and they're a big part of my life because they helped make Kip who Kip is today. And for those of you who know me today, those people are some of the ones who put things together for me. The other part of my going back to figure out, you know, who, who am I today? How did I wind up here? Is, is finally embracing that time in New Orleans and really celebrating it for all the good times I had there, which really outweigh the bad times I had at the end. And, and uh, the, the wonderful people that I knew there and a lot of the musicians you're going to hear tonight are people that it's just that I, I haven't met them I know them they're they're 
people I know that are in my phone as just regular contacts and they know me. And, and they're people that you realize when you live there, they travel around the world, but it's a city made of musicians. And, and Mac being chief among them. I will say this, I don't think anybody knew that, that they were gonna release the Dr. John live sessions from Montreux. And I hope that the people who were involved with him then, especially his band, the Lower 9-11, um, Herman, John Full, uh, the, person, the person that I was living in New Orleans with had actually been a partner of Max before me, and I know she was with him all the way through those Montreux years too. So I hope that in this day and age of record companies screwing people out of royalties that they're not being screwed out of them and that they're getting the royalties they should get from it as well along with Max's estate. But uh, we'll, we'll hear a couple more from Mac, now maybe one more from him, and a lot of different music of what New Orleans is. Um, and this is a good show for me to do. Like I say, the service for Lola is tomorrow morning at 11 a.m. It's being live streamed on Facebook, uh, the Kalamazoo Missionary Church's Facebook page, and it'll be up on their website as a video for a couple of weeks. There's a GoFundMe. And next week you will hear we're meeting. The Comstock Breakfast Club is meeting. Hopefully with a lot more people uh, coming in because of this weekend and, and what's happening there in Kalamazoo. So we'll have another Comstock Breakfast Club episode. I'm going to wrap up the heron here by the time we get to the end of October, and then that takes a rest over the winter uh, as, as we get ready to head towards spring next year and we start to plan what 2024 looks like. So sit back, relax, enjoy. This is all music that I've all heard played live in little tiny clubs in New Orleans. This is music that I've heard while walking in second lines myself. This is music I've heard from every alleyway and street, every porch in New Orleans. This is the music that really does make the city what it is. Enjoy, and I will talk to you here again in a while. Let's, uh, let's really answer the question, what is New Orleans? Big cheap for dollars. Bump 
Yo, it's about that time that we dedicate one right here to the five. Oh, I'm talking about East Bank, West Bank, Uptown, Downtown, everything under the five. You know what I'm saying? We're talking about Orleans East. We're talking about LG. We're talking about anything five. 
4 when you pick up that cell phone and it's 504 on your phone, this joint right here for you. Check it out. Come on, just groove with me. You are come on, just groove, baby, baby, groove, baby, groove.
like that. And it's like that. It's like that. If you from the 504, I need you to be proud. Stand up and represent. Come on. Man, that's what I'm talking about. It don't matter where you live in now. If you still got that 504 and that cell phone, this joint here for you.
101 runners at Mardi Gras Indian tribe down in New Orleans. Mardi Gras Indian culture is something that is impossible for me to explain in just a podcast. Uh, and, and it is a culture in and of itself that long, long, long tradition going all the way back. Uh, and yes, they come out on Mardi Gras Day. I used to go out, we would close the bar on Lundi Gras Monday. And um, hand it over to the next shift because we would work the overnight and then try and get out of there about five in the morning. And on Mardi Gras Day, would go with the Skull and Bones Gang, the oldest tribe in New Orleans, Mardi Gras Indian tribe, who go out pre-dawn in a long-standing tradition in the Treme, knocking on doors and telling people it's time to get up and get out on Mardi Gras Day. Um, I'll, I'll play another Mardi Gras Indian tune here. In fact, real soon in, in the next part of the set, uh, the Wild Magnolias, Bo Dallas Jr. But I, I highly recommend a documentary on Netflix called Tootie's Last Suit um, about Mardi Gras Indian culture. Tootie Montana actually is one of the major people who united a lot of the Mardi Gras Indian tribes and, and brought peace to them and got them all working for the betterment of the culture in the city. Before that, the Neville brothers with fire on the bayou. Every Neville brother, of course, lives in New Orleans, except Aaron, who lives in Nashville. But down in the neighborhood I lived in, um, Art lived down there, Archie lived down there. Cyril was in the city. Um, Ivan, uh, Ivan Neville has a band of his own called Dumpster Funk. It, just an amazing musical family. The Meters, who go way, way back in New Orleans, uh, and and 
their base player, George Porter Jr., uh, when I was living in New Orleans at the other end of Oak Street was the Maple Leaf. And, and bear in mind, we live nowhere near Bourbon Street. If all you've ever done is go to Bourbon Street in New Orleans, trust me, the only people you've met from New Orleans on Bourbon Street all work there and we want your money. <laughs> There's a whole other section of the city devoted to the way we entertain ourselves and, and that's where I lived all the way uptown and at the other end of Oak from where Snake and Jake's was, was a bar called the Maple Leaf about, you know, only 40, 45 years of Grammy winning history on that stage. But on Thursday nights, George Porter Jr., uh, bass player for the Meters, one of the best bass players in, in New Orleans, Johnny Vodakovich, one of the best jazz drummers in America. He and Johnny would, would set up on Thursday nights and just jam and invite a third. Sometimes Tab Benoit, who you also heard in here. Sometimes Papa Molly. Anybody come in, play guitar, play keyboards with them for only a $5 cover and Johnny's wife baked cookies. Um, <laughs> and, and everybody knew, and, and so you had a whole audience of musicians and people who worked in the musical industry with these guys jamming on stage um, on a Thursday night. It was fun. The Soul Rebels, I think one of the best brass bands in the city with 504. Tab Benoit. Tab, of course, from down the bayou where all the folks that I worked with offshore on those offshore oil platforms come from down the bayou, and, and Tab was from the Homa area. And in fact, one of the heliports I flew out of was, was in Homa. But uh, Fever for the Bayou, Tab's coming up here to Buffalo and playing on November 12th with the Dirty Dozen Brass Band at the Town Ballroom. Get your tickets now. Irma Thomas, God, I miss her. Irma, Alan Toussaint, Dr. John, the three of them just, you know, go back forever they were the foundation of of modern new orleans music but irma thomas with i've been loving you too long and and uh please 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 i was lucky because the, when i was working onshore the office i worked in was right across the street from lafayette park and just uh in the six eight weeks preceding uh new orleans jazz fest which is always the last weekend in april and first weekend in may seven days about half a million people and a lot more than just jazz bands. Um, <laughs> when you consider some of the headliners who have been there, like Willie Nelson, Bruce Springsteen, there's like nine stages. That There's a blues tent, a gospel tent. Um, it, it's amazing, you know, it, it, a stage for just uh, Zydeco music and Cajun music. But anyhow, Irma, Irma, I got to see her so many times at Wednesday in the park because in the six, eight weeks before New Orleans Jazz Fest, uh, free music in Lafayette Park. You'd get out of work, go over, you know, grab some dinner from one of the vendors and listen to musicians who were getting everybody warmed up for Jazz Fest, and Irma was always one of them on one of those Wednesdays. Galactic, Stanton Moore with one of the most exciting, vital bands in New Orleans today. And Stanton, of course, bought Tipitina's when it was going under. So, you know, and Stanton is right now out on the road with uh, the Krasno Moore Project, but Galactic is such an interesting band to hang around. Kermit Ruffin's one of the voices of New Orleans um, with what is New Orleans, and of course I opened up with Dr. John. And and the second half of the set here, I gotta get down into the bayou with some good Cajun music, the Lost Bayou Ramblers. I wanna play Cote Gelee, uh live at Gasa Gasa, one of the bars over on Ferret that I used to hang out at. And go right back into the Mardi Gras Indians, Bo Dallas Jr. and 
The Wild Magnolias with Hell Out the Way, Fire and Brimstone, Trombone Shorty. Trombone Shorty epitomizes New Orleans brass music. And I'm going to play somebody that would surprise you, but Ricky Lee Jones with Christmas in New Orleans. Ricky Lee Jones moved out of New York City, moved to New Orleans, lived there a long time. And, and she's let it influence her music. I'm going to go back to uh, that, that new CD of Dr. John live at Montreux with a medley uh, from the 1986 Montreux Jazz Festival of In a Sentimental Mood, Mississippi Mud, and Happy Hard Times. Mac, Dr. John, you know, it, and the Night Tripper persona was great, but when he was just Dr. John with a lower 911, lower 911, nobody could play a piano like Mac and really play jazz and rock and New Orleans funk and all those influences. He, he just had an amazing feel for it. And we will close out with Alan Toussaint, who of course is gone now too, but I was so privileged to be able to see him so many times uh, around the city. And a song that you all might associate with Glenn Campbell, but actually Alan Toussaint wrote it, Southern Nights, um, appropriate way to, I think, end, end the show and end the set, especially the way he plays it and the way he does it. But uh, this, is, this has been kind of fun, just kind of coming to grips with and, and embracing all the good parts of when I lived in New Orleans and it takes me back. I was talking with Mary O'Leary, Mary Connect tonight back and forth on text a lot as everybody gathers in Comstock for a load of services tomorrow. And like I said, this last year for me, when I go back to a year ago when I called John Stanizek, has really been an exploration of, of who I've become and where I come from. And this is a piece of that and a piece of it that I haven't wanted to look at and I want to thank um, I want to thank the people in my life today, you know, Nicole and Renee and Paige and Jen and Julie and Steve and Dom and all my folks at the Heron and then my folks from 50 years ago. And you know who you are, Tom and, and Diane and John and Steve and Gina and Paula and Jill and Mary and all of those people whom I love so much because you're such a foundation of who I am today. Thank you for helping me come to terms with this and, and come to grips with it and realize that uh, there was a lot of good that came out of me living in New Orleans too. The same way that I realized there was a lot of good out of being born or raised in Comstock. Let's get into the music. You probably won't hear from me again. God, I love y'all. You know, again, Lola's services are 11 o'clock on Friday morning. Kalamazoo Missionary Church website live on a live Facebook stream. It'll be up as a video for a couple of weeks or so GoFundMe to help cover her medical expenses and the expenses of taking care of her and the service. So if you want to do something good in the world, you might contribute to that too. Desolation Angel Radio, Kip Williams, the Desolation Angel.
figure I did. A morning time.
all year round But we gotta keep on surviving They can't bring us down I'm just trying to stay alive And pick my feet up off the ground But it's like it's raining
Thank you. 